Good Tuesday morning to each and every one. This is Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. Today, we're talking about work and what are our attitudes and heart motivations when it comes to work. Growing up, I would recall my father saying, if a task has begun, be it big or be it small, do it well or not at all. He would say that for every task, be it the household chores and yard work and school work and working in the church. I confess as a child, I didn't always understand it because let's face it, there were many times I would rather be playing or hanging out with my cousins and friends. But with time and age, the more it made sense because the central theme is to do your best no matter the type of task as it relates to your work or in your per- your personal professional uh, life your relationships you know it doesn't have to be you know a small task in order to do it well it doesn't have to be a big task in order to do it well do it well always the standard is always excellent And this topic came up for me in conversation and in personal experiences. Recently, it was because I was in full frustration mode, listing all of the reasons I was upset about work in my conversation I was having with God. And the deeper that I explored my frustrations, I realized I wasn't upset about the task and the work or role because things were unsafe or unethical or fraudulent. I was upset because I had to do the task and roll and work at hand. I was frustrated about the work balance that I was experiencing at that time, the level of responsibility that I was having. It seemed a lot, you know, and I didn't have the right heart or the attitude about it. And please know, I'm not saying that our experiences of being frustrated about work are only valid under certain conditions. I think we should explore our frustrations, figure out what we are really upset about, and govern ourselves accordingly. Yet it's also true that we should consider the root cause of why we're upset. You know, what's our heart motivation? What's our attitude giving at that moment? And consider the scripture. And there are two of them that we're going to go over today. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. I know these are two different scriptures, but I believe thematically they are both related. We are always working, be it in our homes, we work in our relationships, in our professions, as leaders, servants in church ministries, planning churches, or as business owners. And here's something that we we can recognize. We represent Jesus. We are made in his image. We represent Jesus in our work. You know, no matter if it's a workplace, if it's the church, and it's, or it's in our relationship. And how we treat others and how diligently and faithful we do our work reflects on God. And how well do our actions fit in with his nature with in who he is? Think about it. Take some time. And here's what I mean. Working in Jesus name also implies that we live recognizing that he's the boss. You know, when Paul, uh, we're accountable to him. When Paul writes, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We can understand this verse in two ways. And one is a shallow way and a deeper way. The shallow way to me 
is to incorporate some Christian signs and some gestures in, in our workplace. Kind of like a Bible verse posted on our cubicle or a Christian bumper sticker that's on our truck or on our car. And here's why I say that's shallow. I don't mean any offense. Sometimes when we see these bumper stickers or we see these scriptures, if you don't know what that means, if you've never read the Bible verse, or let's just say somebody used some Bible verse to, uh, they misused it, they took it out of context, or they just used it, but they didn't even know what those things you know meant, so they just regurgitated it. It doesn't necessarily have the same message that you think that it is. So while it might be meaningful to you, it might not be meaningful to the other person. So great, you know, Miss Judy has, you know, this scripture on her her cubicle. Or great, you know, this person has a great uh, bumper sticker. I'm not saying that their heart and their intention isn't helpful. It's just you might not know what that means. Here's a personal example, and it doesn't necessarily relate to work, but thematically it relates to helpful or unhelpful or how people don't necessarily know the context of the meaning. I'll never forget, I was in Florida, in Miami. I was down um, downtown in an area having some coffee while I waited uh, on my wife to come out of one of the stores. We were down there hanging out, going to go listen to some jazz music, you know, in another hour. And I remember a lady came up to me and handed me a card. And the card said something to the effect of repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Here's the thing that I remember about that scripture. Yes, I know that scripture and I know I'm paraphrasing. So that's not the specific context. But here's what I mean about the scripture. Yeah, to her, that might have been extremely meaningful to pass that out and to give that to me. You know, but to me, I was confused. What did that mean? You know, I was just having coffee. I was just sitting down there. So like, what what about my action was wrong? Or better yet, we didn't have a conversation. It's not like she came up to me and talked to me about how much her faith, how much this scripture, what it meant to her. She didn't talk about any of those things. So I was left with like, I don't even understand what this has, you know, to do with anything. And that to me is a shallow way because while it's meaningful, it has a valid experience to you, whatever the case may be, it might not mean that to other people because we work with other people. We live our lives surrounded by other people who have no clue, no interest in who Christ is. They just, they don't. They, they don't they might not have that experience their experience might be totally different than your experience and how are you living your life and and how is your their experience of you in whatever position whatever relationship whatever task whatever role that we have how does that illustrate indicate who God is does it do that you know these are things to think about and to me I think a deeper way a way that is more impactful when it comes to our work, whatever it is that we're doing, whatever the task, whatever the role is to illustrate Christ's kindness, Christ's love, Christ's grace, Christ's compassion in every place and space that we're in. We should be doing that. You know, because some people, for some people, you'll be the only Bible they ever read. For some people, you'll be the only representation of what God's love looks like. You might be the only person that they know that goes to somebody's church or a church or is the pastor or is the apostle or is the prophet or is the bishop or is the greeter at the church. That It might be just you. You're the only person that they know. And what does that mean? Only you can say. So when we're thinking about working in Jesus name and doing things with our heart, let's do it with excellence, knowing that we are representation of Jesus.
We're representation of his kindness. We're representation of his grace. We're representation of his compassion. And let's be showing that. So the essence, when they leave your experience, not the projected experience that you think they have, but the real experience that they have of you, let it be loving. Let it be kind. Let it be gracious. Let it be the fact that and we're looking at our heart and our attitude and making sure that's in the right place. Yes, it's old, totally okay for us to be frustrated and to have things that we're upset about. But let's figure out a space and a way to work that out and figure out what we're really upset about and what's the deeper issue and the root cause of that and work that out. But when it comes to work, let's think about what's our why and who's our who because we're really accountable to God. Jesus paid it all. It's his. And we're his kids. And that doesn't give us an air of superiority over other people who believe that or don't believe that. Yet at the same time, let's think about are we reflecting Abba's heart? Are we reflecting Abba's love? Are we reflecting his affirmation? The fact that he calls us the beloved. We didn't do anything to be beloved. He calls us that. We're his. We're made in the image of him. So how are we reflecting that in every space, in every place that we're in, in our work? No matter what your title is, no matter what your task is, no matter what your role is, how are we reflecting that? What's our heart motivation? What's our attitude about that? Hope I've given you some great and wonderful things. Just a couple of nuggets of things to think about. You can always share with this podcast, uh, share your thoughts, share your feelings, share your concerns, share your issues, share your prayer requests at encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. You can also come every uh, Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. and you can meet us on the prayer line and pray with us. Okay, I hope y'all have a great and I was trying to find. Give me a moment. I was trying to find the prayer call number. To share with you. One moment. Yes. The prayer call number is. Hang on. I had to find it. It is. 515-604-9094. The code is 692-608-467. Come pray with us. Every Wednesday. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 515-604-9094. The code after that is 692-608-467. Every Wednesday at 7, if uh, you can come 7 a.m. Eastern and pray with us uh, with your issues and your concerns and things that, that you want you know God to do in your life or things that you just you know need somebody to stand with you and for you and pray with you. Feel free to join us on that prayer line, okay? And you can always support the podcast at Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. I hope you have a great and wonderful day and a great and rest of your week, all right? See y'all next time. Peace.